of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you are about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Praise God. Shall we pray? Father, we give you praise, we give you honor. We thank you because you are indeed the most merciful. And thank you because your mercies are new every morning. Thank you for this opportunity to come before you and to share at your table. We believe God that will be satisfied while living in the name of Jesus. Father, we believe strongly that your word will come with precision in Jesus' name. We come anointed in Jesus' name. Even as I receive utterance from your spirit and I receive understanding for all my hearers in Jesus' name. Take all the glory in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. On Thursday, we started looking at the habit of listening. Remember, we started by looking at the word meditation and looking at meditation in the Bible as against the Eastern meditation. And then we came to a conclusion that God actually was calling Joshua to form a habit of meditation. And of course, we find that in the book of Joshua that he should not allow the book of the Lord to the part out of his mouth and one of the things we know about meditation Christianity it is bringing the Word of God to bear in your life starting from your mind you bring it to fill your mind and your mind speaks as your mind speaks then begin to see yourself acting in a certain manner so meditation enhances responses and of course directed and intentional action that brings results exploits glorifying God. We find that again in the book of Psalm in verse 1 when the psalmist wrote that man is blessed as long as he has the habit of meditating. And what we mean by habit? What you do on a daily basis. And of course remember he says that the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, that does not stand in the way of sinner, that does not sit in the seat of discomfort, but he is the light hallelujah, is in the law of the Lord and therein he meditates day and night. So it is his routine life activity is what he does daily by the grace of God and of course we look at it again where Paul was writing to Timothy and he was asking Timothy that he should give attention to meditation and what will that do it will make his progress evident to all hallelujah in Joshua in someone he talks of you becoming prosperous in life I mean to the recognition of your generation as it were so we looked at the habit and we said that was what God was saying calling them to form the habit of meditation. They're talking of habits. I mean, remember we looked at it and realized that 40% of all we do, at least sciences have proven that, it's um, habits. So really, a lot of people tell you that your life is defined by your habits, what you are in the habit of doing from time to time. And when you look at it closely, you realize that we are all creatures of habits. Hallelujah. We are all creatures of habits. In fact, remember I was telling us on Thursday that even our God is a God of habits. Yeah, God is holy. He will never change. He's been holy before you were born, before your great-grandfather was born. He's holy today. He'll be holy tomorrow. <laughs> so God is a God of habit. And God is love. God is merciful. Our God is God of habits. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Our God is God, and He never changes. Glory be to God in the highest. And so having said that, we started looking at another habit on Thursday, the habit of good listening. Praise the Lord. And I want us to continue there today. 
For our opening scripture, remember we looked at John in chapter 8, verse 47. Let me start with that. I read from the Amplified Classic Edition. It said, whoever is of God, listen to God. Those who belong to God, in bracket, hear the words of God. This is the reason that you do not listen to those words, to me, in bracket, because you do not belong to God and are not of God or in harmony with him. So in other words, it takes some kind of harmony to listen. Hallelujah. And it takes listening to define belonging. Glory be to God in the highest. Jesus said, look, whoever is of God listens to me. So whoever is of God listens to me. That was listens to this word. Listens to what I have to say. What I say excites you. What I say brings pleasure to you. Whoever belongs to God listens to God. Glory be to God in the highest. So talking about listening, today I want to look at listening from this perspective. Cultivating the habit of good listening. Okay? Now, you agree with me that listening is so simple. Basic as it were. And yet it's a bit difficult to practice. Is it really? Yeah. Why? Because it's so simple that we take it for granted. As a matter of fact, somebody said that the most basic of all human needs is to understand and to be understood. And to be understood, then that means that there must be a hearing ear. For someone to be understood, somebody must be able to listen to them, to appreciate who they say they are or what they say they are going through to be able to respond appropriately. So the most basic need of life is to understand and to be understood. And yet, we mostly fail in this area. And the irony of life is that we don't even know that we fail like we fail. Most people think that they are very good hearers. I mean, if you ask me, I think I'm a good hearer. But honestly, I still have a lot to do in this area. I know I have a lot to do. With every person there, I realize that I could still do more in this area. I'm sure I say, hey, Pastor Taiwo, <laughs> please don't kill yourselves. This is the truth. And that's why listening habit is something that we acquire and continue to acquire until we leave this earth frame. Listening is all about the way God has made the system. If you cannot listen, honest, you shall change yourself in many, many areas. And so listening is very, very, very important. Most of those who find in the mental homes, and most people who really look like they've lost it, if you're able to get them to sit down, calm down, and listen to their rantings, you will discover that they came to a point in life where they thought, nobody cares, nobody listens to me, I don't amount to anything with anybody anymore. Amazing. Listening is very, very important. Now, having said that, then what is listening in the light of the scriptures? Mark 4, 11. First, let me tell you the context of this verse. Jesus was teaching them about the kingdom of God. He was using allegories to describe the kingdom and to define certain aspects of the kingdom in such a way that they would have understanding. In other words, it was appealing to their attention. He had given all these examples and the disciples had come to him to ask him to explain what he was saying. Apparently, he spoke in parables. In verse 11, he said to them, to you it has been entrusted, given the mystery of the kingdom, that is to know the secret counsels of God, which are hidden from the ungodly. But for those outside, that is of our circle, everything comes like parables. So for you it is given to understand. 
And the only reason why they will come to ask for an explanation was because they listened. So they realized that there were gaps. They could not just make out what he was saying. Now, if you did not listen, you must have heard like they heard, but it wouldn't have mattered. But when you want to make meaning of what you are hearing, then you must listen. Alright, verse 12. So he continued, Why should it appear to them in parable and to you clear understanding? So in order that they may indeed look and look but not see and perceive. And they may hear and hear but not grasp and comprehend. Lest happily they should turn again and it should be forgiven them. Hallelujah. Jesus here was saying, that yes I've said quite a lot of things and you've come here to ask for explanation and the reason I've done that is so that for you I want you to understand for them they will not understand and look at the way he said he said they will hear and hear but they will not grasp and comprehend so basically let me just say here quickly hearing is not comprehension hearing is not listening to listen is to comprehend so many hear but they don't listen and because they hear and they don't listen they don't comprehend they don't understand and because they don't understand they misinterpret misjudge misdecide and of course they get the wrong results listening is very very important right from the lips of the master hearing is not listening so what is listening hebrews chapter 5 Talking about Jesus Christ, hear what the rest of the Hebrew says from verse 9. said, I haven't been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Called by God as high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek, talking of Jesus, of whom we have much to say and had to explain, since you have become dull of hearing. Hello? We are talking of listening. Now, somebody said, there are three types of listening. The first one we're looking at is the people who hear but they're dull of hearing. They don't ever understand. Who are these people? You can explain from today till tomorrow. They just don't grab it. I'm talking of what is listening. They don't understand. But we may all be sitting together there and you think they're hearing. They're not. They're dull of hearing. What makes people become dull of hearing? Because they have preconceived ideas. They are so conceited with certain knowledge that they are not ready to hear you. Whilst you open your mouth to talk, their mind has been made up. So there's nothing you can do. And such were the Pharisees in the time of Jesus Christ. The same word that Jesus will speak, the dead will rise, the Pharisees will hear and they will want to crucify him. The same word that he will speak and there will be conviction in the hearts of men and women and they will begin to do exploits. The Sadducees and the Pharisees will come together to undermine him. The same words. So there's nothing you want to do to make them hear. Yet there are other people who think are hearing. They are not hearing. The Bible says that they have itchy ears. So again, who are these people who have itchy ears? There is what they want to hear. So no matter what you say, it is what they want to hear that they want to hear. So the moment you begin to speak, they may look gentle, listen attentively, seemingly, but they are not hearing what they want to hear. You know what they do? With every statement you make, they judge you. They are always hearing to judge your statement. They are not listening for understanding. They are listening to attack. 
except you say what they want to hear which really is contrary to the word I give you an example in the book of Genesis we heard of God destroying Sodom and Gomorrah because men will not sleep with women anymore they really want to sleep with men but today you can't talk about it in the book of Romans in chapter 1 the Bible says in verse 27 says likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman born in their loss for one another men with men committing what is shameful I'm reading directly from the Bible now if you stand today in public or on the pulpit and talk in line with scriptures there are majorities that will not hear you because you are not saying what they want to hear so what am I saying there are different kinds of listening and yet there are those who are wholesome listeners they disabuse their minds immediately and they listen to you authentically they give rapt attention to what they are hearing so they take it back to meditate on it and then they are able to go out there to study for themselves to ascertain the truths or otherwise of what they've heard then when they respond they respond adequately they respond from the depth of understanding there are different types of listening listening is key listening is important to life you say what do you mean good remember the story of Mary and Martha in the book of Luke in chapter 10 the Bible says that Jesus stopped in the house of Mary and Martha let me read quickly verse 38 so now it happened as they went that he Jesus entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house and she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. The word heard there was gave rapt attention to what he was saying. She listened attentively to what he was saying. Verse 39. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. 41. Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed. One thing is needed. One thing is needed. We're talking about the importance of listening. One thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. So, what was the one thing that Jesus said was needed and is needed today? It's listening to the Master. One thing. I thought we welcomed you in, and we, we've got to wait on you. We've got to make sure that you are comfortable, which was okay. But in spite of the fact that we have so much to do she took time to listen she gave Jesus her attention she listened to Jesus she got Jesus's approval she got Jesus's recommendation so much so that when the sister was like well, I'm getting overwhelmed with work the master kind of well I appreciate what you're doing but don't you know that your priorities are wrong how do you know the best way to serve me if you don't understand me could that be the problems today in many homes husbands don't understand wives wives don't understand husbands honestly the problem in most marriages as in many relationships is communication 
And you'll agree with me that communication is the life of relationships. So if we cannot communicate, our relationships are destroyed, our lives are in jeopardy. And what usually is the problem with communication? Lack of listening, lack of understanding. And you know what that normally results to? Insensitivity. And Jesus said to her, Hey Mary, you are worrying about too many things. But one thing is most needed. Cultivate the habit of listening. You can imagine if Martha had known that Jesus would rather be more pleased with her hearing or listening. She would have abandoned everything and sat there until finally, shall we eat? Then they could go to the kitchen. Most husbands want to impress their wives with so many things. But wives are saying, Hey, I need you. I appreciate your gifts. But I don't understand you. I want to please you. And vice versa. Listening is very important. I know it has been said that nations go to war because they don't listen to one another. I'm talking of nations generally. What they see as dispute is something that is pretty, pretty easy to solve. If only one side will just keep quiet for one to talk clearly so that you can understand what they're saying and you can now take them on and explain. No, no, no. And that's why we always need an arbitrator. So we go to court of arbitration. Then we go to, I mean, business partners. Businesses break down because relationships are broken down and um, the union that was supposed to bring joy and blessings and increase becomes like a threatening union. People are afraid of their lives because somebody is threatening them. I mean, listening is key. What about sibling rivalry? Listening. What about even competitive jealousies among ministers of God? <laughs> listening. <laughs> what about the fight over doctrines? Listening. Just listening. That's why listening, as important and as basic as it is, is one of the most difficult things to do. We're talking listening. That's why Jesus will start by saying, you are not listening because you don't belong. So if you have a sense of belonging, you want to listen. I haven't said that much. Let me talk more about the importance of listening. I've said it that um, the whole of our lives depend on listening. You probably think, well, what do you mean by that? The Bible says faith comes by hearing. Have you ever stopped to really study that hearing? Faith comes by hearing <laughs> and hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by listening to what God has to say concerning me or concerning my situation. That's how faith comes. And yet the Bible says without faith it's not possible for me to please God. And the Bible yesterday says that uh -uh, the righteous only live by faith. Are you here with me? That is I only get sustained in life by faith. I only get by, I get overcoming, I get winning, I make a progress in life by faith. But what is faith? Faith is hearing the word of God. So faith is listening to God's opinion, God's idea, or God's intention for whatever situation I'm in, or for whatever things I'm contending with. The Bible actually tells us that it was through faith that God made the entire system that we have today through his word and so he's saying listen to my word i made the system by my word so if you listen you will download the secret of life listen not hearing listen if you are mine you will listen to me 
I made you for a purpose. I made you to excel in life. Listen to me. And so if I have the habit of listening, just like Mary did, she listened. She got it all. Mary will stand from there and continue to get the approval of God in the rest of her life. Matter try to please God. No, 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 no. That's why we don't try to please God. We can only please God to the extent that he wants us to please him. How do I know how to please him if I don't even know what he wants? And he says, if you're going to please me, you've got to listen to me and believe me. And that's what faith is all about. Hearing and getting convinced by his word. So if the just shall live by faith, then can I say it again? Your life depends on listening. Your life depends on listening to God. If you will listen to God, you know that you have to cultivate the habit of listening. You will listen to humanity. You will listen to friends. You will listen to your wife. You will listen to this. And by the time you listen, you are able to understand them and able to interpret them and able to adduce reasons and solutions to their problems or how to relate with them better. Listening. Look at Jesus. He's talking about the importance of listening. In Mark chapter 4 verse 3, he was talking about introducing the kingdom of God and trying to give us a good understanding about the kingdom. Here the first word he said in Mark 4 3. He said, listen. Behold, a sower went out to sow. In other words, if you don't listen, you get nothing. No wonder by the time he was getting to verse 12, he was saying, hey, I spoke that way so that they will hear and hear and because they are not listening, they will never understand. So before he started, he said to his disciples, hey, listen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. And you will get him saying that all through his life and his teachings. If he wasn't saying hacking or listening, he was saying, he who has an ear, let him hear. That punctuated every major teaching that Jesus did on earth. You find that in Mark chapter 4 verse 9. And he said to them, He was here to hear, let him hear. You find again in Mark chapter 4 verse 23. Anyone that has here to hear, let him hear. You find again in Mark chapter 4 verse 33. Now, this time around, he had finished teaching. The whole day he was talking to them about the kingdom. But remember how he started? He said, listen. Before he started. And he started liking the kingdom of God with one, the man that went out to sow. And then, of course, the kingdom of God is like a little seed that you take and you planted. He spoke in parables. And now in verse 33, he said, and with many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to listen, to hear it. Look at it in the Amplified Bible. Verse 33. And with many such parables, Jesus spoke the word to them as they were able to hear and to comprehend and understand. To listen is to comprehend and to understand. And so you see that all through. Now, let me take you to another part of very important thing. Now, this was when he was walking the earth with them. Look at when he was seen by Revelation in the book of Revelation by John the disciple. Revelation chapter 2 verse 7. Hear what he says. He said, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now, he was speaking to the churches through John the Revelator. And he was listening and he was writing what he saw. And every time he reveals certain things and certain things, he says, He wasn't here, let him hear. What he say? Amen. I want you to give rapt attention to what I'm saying. Please listen carefully. Understand what I'm saying. Because your understanding will lead to ability to reverse things. When you have an understanding, you will change course. When you have a good comprehension, you know how to approach issues, how to confront issues you know how to change to become better in life i mean so he wasn't here to hear let him hear what the spirit is saying and you find that to be said again in verse 11 verse 17 verse 29 all through he punctuated it 
And then of course in chapter 3, verse 6, verse 13, verse 22, I am saying all this so that you can go home and do your own studies as it were. And God will give you grace in the name of Jesus. So what are the continuous benefits of this? Now remember that, look, ability to listen is very important. Somebody said this. Sometimes what a person needs from you is an emphatic air. All he or she needs is to talk it out. Just offering a listening ear and an understanding heart for his or her suffering can make a whole big difference. Did you hear that? Sometimes it's not so much of all the words we want to speak to them, but like align them to pour out from their soul what was worrying them. And that's a very strong therapy in counseling. Let them talk. Now, that's the problem with a number of us pastors. You know, we are good. We are good at talking. We talk every day. We always ready to talk to people. But sometimes you want to listen to the people. Particularly when one is broken and they are approaching you, you want to hear them. Rather than just stuffing them with the Bible. No. At that point, they will hear they will not listen. Because they are troubled in their mind. Now, what I'm saying is this. For a lot of people, it's not so much what you want to say like being able to pour out their souls to a listening ear. And this reminds me of the story of Anna. The Bible says after they had uh, had a feast and a meal in Shiloh, everybody was marrying. She snaked away because she was bitter in her soul. She was burdened by her childlessness. She was tired of being made a mockery at home. And so she snaked there where nobody would see her. And she went there before the Lord, weeping and talking. So much so that the priest that had his own problem, hiding the corner, talking, saw her, thought she was drunken, she thought she was a loose woman, who had strayed into the synagogue. And by the time he tried to accuse her, he said, no, sir, I'm just a woman with a very bitter heart, pouring out my soul to my God. At that point, the priest said to her, go in peace, and the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. Look at the next verse. Here what happened in verse 18. And she said, let your misavant find favor on your side. So the woman went her way and ate, and her face was no longer sad. Now the question is this, the question is this, was she pregnant at that time? Had the baby come? No. But she had been able to pour out her heart to God that hears. And when the man of God that didn't understand was going to wrongly accuse her, which is the issue of listening, she didn't hear her, she only saw the lips moving, and so he assumed, and was going to judge. Guess what happened? She said, no, this was it. Oh, the man said, oh. May the Lord, so you go in peace. She got up, she went to eat, she was merry. So a lot of times people want to be listened to. Somebody said that the antidote for shame is a good listener. If somebody will just hear you out. I've been approached by some people before who are not members of Fountain. And they say, say somebody says I should see you, please, please. And by the time I listen, you see them shivering. I said, wait a minute. Let's see what the Bible says. And by the time I cancel with them, cancel with them, of course the consequences are there. But I would rather you fall into the hand of God rather than the hand of man. And when you are convinced that you are falling into the hand of God, then you are not afraid what man can do. When you are guaranteed that God has hurt you, then you'll be able to stand your ground anywhere you go. But then the mercy of God is beckoning to me. The mercy of God is finding me left and right. So listening is very, very important. I haven't said that much, though. So how do we listen? Again, let me pick it from a scripture. 
James chapter 1 verse 19. James was writing to Christians. And says, so then my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to write. You're looking at how do we cultivate this good habit of listening. This is a good place to start. The truth is this. Listening is a skill that you must acquire, that I must acquire. And like I said, there's no getting to a place where I say, I've mastered it. We keep on improving every day. From time to time, we just have to keep on practicing, practicing. Even when we think we've acquired the skills, keep on practicing and practicing the skill of listening. It's very important. So coming from this scripture, it says, be swift to hear, be slow to speak, be slow to write. Again, look at the here there. It says, giving rapt attention, getting into the spirit of the conversation. So be quick to get into the conversation. Be slow to respond with words and be slow to respond with action. What do you think he's saying here? What he's saying here is this. In any communication that you find yourself, uh, give yourself wholesomely to it. Give attention to it. Just like Jesus said, now please listen or hacking or give your ears to my word. In other words, please forget whatever you are bringing in. Forget your excitement. Forget your struggle. I mean, for that moment, be present. Listen with rapt attention. Let it be wholesome. You know, listening is beyond just hearing words. You are seeing the countenance. You are seeing the facial expression. You are seeing the body postures. So you are able to read a lot from both the verbal and the non-verbal communication that is going on. How do I listen? If I don't listen, I don't know how deeply it is touching you. I don't know how curious you are about what you're saying. So how do I do that? Be quick to hear. Be quick to get. That is, get ready. Always be ready to hear and hear well. Somebody said, look, when you get into a conversation or a communication like this with people, to ensure that you are listening, apart from the fact that you are giving everything to it, said in your words, do not talk too much about yourself at that point. If it is the instance of that person, you don't talk too much about yourself. He said, talk more about them. It gives them a sense of importance, a sense of worth, a sense of significance. What I'm saying is, when someone comes with an issue to you, or when someone engages you in what is really of importance to them, that's not the time to impress them about what you've achieved. You may bring that in if you think it's going to help them to understand what you're saying better. Otherwise, it's not necessary. It says, talk more about them. And where it's possible, ask them questions that is born of your good perception of what they are saying. Somebody said, when you talk about them, you give them a feeling of importance. Talking about how to listen, where it is possible, mention their names, call them by their first names whilst you are talking to them. Engage their eyes. Let them see that you are authentic about what you are doing. Let them see that you are interested in them. Let them read that interest from your eyes. And always remember, do more listening than talking. Slow to speak. Somebody says, when you are slow to speak, then you are slow to make mistakes. Easily, you give more reasonable advice. 
reasonable contribution to the conversation because you have more time to meditate before you speak. If you have to praise them, please don't be hypocritical. Be sincere. If you have to rebuke, be sincere. But remember, you are dealing with somebody who is badly battered. So you are going to be firm and yet loving. Let them know you care. As a matter of fact, you should be empathetic if truly you are involved in the conversation. The Berean Christian, the Bible says in Acts 17.11, there were such people that when they hear, it doesn't leave them on time. And that's the same thing with listening. It does not just leave you on time. It leaves you with a lesson. It helps you be better. What you've heard from somebody else for which you have made a meaningful contribution increases your wisdom, as it were. Your ability to deal with issues of life. Different shades, the same different shades of diverse issues of life. And that's why a good listener is a good learner. He's really a wise man. As I close, somebody said, and it is true, said most of the successful men that he has ever seen are great listeners. Men of few words. But every time they spoke, you will scarcely forget what they've spoken. Another person said, it takes a great man to be a great listener. I'm sure I've been talking to one great woman there. I've been talking to one great man there today. The one that God can depend on. The one that God can put in place to listen and solve the problems of humanity. A great listener is scarcely a selfish person. They form good leaders. They're not disturbed by impression. They don't have to impress. But they never stop impressing. I'm talking to somebody here today. Remember Jesus in the Mount of Transfiguration. The Bible said that the cloud came down and the voice came out. The three disciples that went with him, they were sprawling on the floor, face down. The glory was too much for them. But not before they could recognize Moses and Elijah. Then they heard the voice of God. You know what he said? This is my beloved son. Hear ye him. Clearer understanding? This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Why? You are used to listening to Moses and you quote him every day. Some of you will even quote Elijah at him, which was what they did all through his life with them, the Sadducees, Pharisees, and the scribes. said, but this is my beloved son. Listen to him. And can I be frank with you? Every word that Jesus spoke on earth was a law, eternal law. Men of few words are men of strong conviction, men of great influence. You can't hear God clearly. And fall short in a conversation with man. You can form the habit of listening to God and not be able to listen to man. And when you will speak, you only speak what you've heard. Jesus said, As I hear, I speak, and the work is done. I see great days ahead of you in the name of Jesus. I see peace following you everywhere you go. I see peace announcing your arrival anywhere you get into. I see lives changing for you in way and manner that people will say, this is God in the name of Jesus. Have you ever heard the lines falling for people in pleasant places? I see that happening to you in the name of Jesus. Remember the Bible says, in quietness and in confidence shall be your strength. The time to recognize who you are has just started. But remember, he said those who belong to God, hear him. 
That means that we cannot deal with our relationship. You can't keep company with God and not be different with men. What I mean is this. You can keep on keeping company with God and not stand out amongst men. He that works with the wise, whoever wise. It's a new beginning for you. I know you've heard enough today and you're going back to study. I want to advise you, pick it from last Thursday. Look at it. Make your own impression. I promise you in the name of Jesus, you will come out a different man in Jesus' name. Your wife will have a new husband. Your children a new father. Your friends will wonder at what has happened to you. Now, if there's anybody sick in the body, just lay your hand on that part of the body. Even as I rebuke that sickness in the name of Jesus, you spit of infirmity in the name of Jesus. I break your power. I say it because I believe. The word has declared it and I know it is so. So by his stripes, be healed in the name of Jesus. Write me. Let's share your joy of the healings that God is bringing your way. He will give your doctors and your handlers the wisdom required. You will come back to testify in Jesus' name. I declare the peace of God in your home, in your lives, in your homes, in your lives, in your marriages, in your businesses, in the lives of your children. In every endeavor, I declare the peace of God in the name of Jesus. It is well with you in Jesus' name. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you.